Welcome to the Social for Brokers podcast with me, your host, Chris Target. This podcast is for mortgage brokers and estate agents who are looking to grow their online presence through social media. I'll share tips, best practices, and useful tools that will help you save time and ultimately expand your business. Welcome to the Social for Brokers podcast. Today, I've got with me Steve Yuri from Forge Financial. Um, he's one of the directors at Forge Financial. And one of the main reasons I wanted to get Steve on the podcast is he's in a very similar position to a lot of mortgage advisors out there at the minute. Ones that are on the journey that are just on the cusp of, of building this big business. And ever since I speak, started speaking to Steve earlier on this year, that was always one of his big goals. He started Forge Financial in June 2020, and by doing the things he's going to talk about in this podcast, he's now got a team of 13 people, and it's still growing from there as well. So we're going to get into how he finds good staff, what the background of the industry is, what processes he's putting in place. So if you're a mortgage broker sat there at the moment and saying, look, in two and a half years, I want to have a team of 10 people literally use this as your blueprint guys but anyway i'm gonna let steve talk through all of his successes over the last two years steve thank you very much for coming on yeah pleased to be on absolutely so you said that you went home from the office this afternoon to yeah. get a bit of peace and quiet and yeah. there's five kids in the house having a party yeah absolutely yeah there's five <laughs> kids having a halloween party absolutely <laughs> so this one will be going out a bit further out of halloween and yeah. um, so i'm sure they'll have done all their trick and treat and they'll all be fired up on sweets mate yeah. and you won't have slept be, a week yeah. tonight <laughs> Yeah, so apologies if there's any noise. I can hear lots of noise, but I'm pleased you guys can. So. No, no. Have you got a, like a mic attached to the? Is it was no. it just one of the laptops? Quite yeah, yeah. It's just yeah, just home PC. Yeah. Awesome. So, how's things at the minute? Then, before we get into it, you're busy. What's going on? Yeah, um, I, I can say I'm personally busy. I'm always busy, but um, just thinking of what's been happening in the economy in the industry this last month, it's uh, it's been a bit of a roller coaster where we're finding that um, the home buyers have switched off a little bit because the they're scared that house prices are potentially moving. Um, but I always find that whenever there's anything big national, the, the home buyers, the, um, the the if you like the bread and butter of what we see. Um, Dip, uh, dips off just a little bit and then we've, we've got to focus on remortgages um well thankfully we've had a natural stream of that um anyway coming in so good good to keep mm. everybody busy in the, in the yeah game. but yeah, before yeah. we get into forge financial and we find mm. out how successful it's been over the last two years yeah give us a bit of a background into how you started in the industry yeah, absolutely. Well, um, it, it goes back um, probably about 30 odd years because uh, my dad, they called him Steve as well. So they weren't very inventive, but um, he uh, yeah, it was a, a fun one, that one growing up, both called Steve. <laughs> uh, but he'd been in finance since his 30s and um, I've grew up in that kind of environment. Right. Um, so I um, went to university to study architecture and uh, found I didn't like it and made a U-term and, and came into finance and started working for Halifax back in uh, about 2003, 2004 mm -hmm. um, and was a mortgage advisor for a lot of that time, um, but okay. was very involved in banking, savings, investments, uh, mortgages. Um, so quite a healthy background, but then found that there wasn't the progression within that place anymore. I think banking was on the decline. So decided in 2017 to go and work for a brokerage. Um, okay. I found that after a couple of years of doing that, I found, you know what, I know this enough. I can do this myself. And I did. So then in um, it was uh, late 2019, started the company, but started trading in June. Uh, it's probably about June 2020. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, what it says in your LinkedIn yeah. profile. So I'll yeah. take that as gospel normally. Yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> normally, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not too far away. But it was it was such a strange time because when when I started to do it, um, COVID hit. So I just left one job and then had to survive for six or seven months on my own until all of the FCA went back to the offices and approved the applications. But yeah, do, do you know what? It was a great six months. Was it? What did you? Oh. Was it getting back into mortgage advice that you liked? Yeah. Doing, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, I found myself rattling a little bit at home because I wasn't really allowed to do anything, but I was um, I was kind of saving customers up for when we got there. But within that six months, hey, yeah, we didn't have a lot of money at the time because there was nothing coming in. But mm-hmm. I, uh, my son was just born as well. Um, you had a lot going on then. Yeah, absolutely. And that six months allowed me to bond with him, which was really, really good. So I had that six months off, if you want to call it that, a lot of business planning in the process. But then yeah. Forge just took off after that. And when you say take off, mm. what did it take off in yeah. terms of business? Because this, me, if I was the mortgage broker, mm. like you say, you are sat there, you've got yeah. no leads, you've probably got a non-compete. You're yeah. sat there going, like, what, what do I do? What the hell yeah. do I start? What yeah. were those first few days like? And the reason I ask you is because some people will relate with this. Yeah. Also, if somebody's working in a bank or a corporate company, a bigger yeah. company at the moment, and yeah. won't take that leap, yeah, what are those first few days like? Oh, very, very, very nerve wracking. Right. Um, because, and I'm sure other people probably saw it because I wear my emotions on my face, but I just had belief in myself that I knew I, that I knew my job enough to be able to get out there and make it work. Mm-hmm. And I just spent the last three years planning this to then have those six months off to be able to plan it and put it in place. So that first week, we, we just hit the ground running because I already had this bank of customers that I knew that I was going to be calling day one to be able to get booked right. in. Um, and that was just from being able to analyse it for six months. So I think if I'll get anybody else that's doing the same, they need to be figuring out where their target market is. Um, they need to think be thinking about their advertising strategies. Um, really, really plan that day one so that you're not sat there twiddling your thumbs and nervous and, and not able to produce. That oh, that was going to be one of my questions. Yeah. What are the things that people should be planning for? So yeah. I suppose planning financially. You need to yeah, absolutely. Sure you've got a backup savings yeah. pot in place. Yeah. And it's interesting, when you say target market, do you... Yeah. Well, this is a big, big talk about niche in the mortgage market. Yeah. Are you talking about a specific niche or you're talking about mm. old customers? What or When you say target market, what do you mean? Yeah, so target market, I mean, probably more down to demographics. So um, what towns have you worked in? What marketing can you get out to those towns and in those areas to get your face on the billboards, basically, so that people realize who you are and where you've gone? And that's what I mean by target marketing. I mean, like, I think I was very lucky with my previous um, employers because I worked in every town um, around Scunthorpe for probably about 30 miles. And so my target market was... Um, I'm I'm not worried whether or not I'm doing a buy to let, a remortgage, a first time buyer, or a home mover. I just more wanted to get my face out there because people know who I was. So they already knew. See, yeah. essentially, you built your personal brand. It didn't mean it yeah. didn't matter who you work for. No, no. And this is the big shift, isn't it? Yeah. But what's interesting is you're a person that talks about personal brand, but yeah. you're not big on social. Push your own face out there, are you at the moment? Yeah, no, not at all. No. You've just done it face to face. You've been in people's living rooms. Yeah. So when you push your face out there, when you came out, how did you go about doing that? 
Yeah. Um, so when I left Halifax, I went into another company at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the, the first thing I did was make sure that um, my face was all over Facebook. It was all over Instagram. You've seen my LinkedIn account, which I don't use too much of anymore. Um, but I made sure that everybody knew it. Now, I also did a couple of other things because on the back of parking tickets in the local town, you could pay to get your face and your mobile number on it. Um, And I spent and did three months doing that. And I probably didn't need to because then I just got in and undated. I got too many leads, if there ever, which which is ever a thing. Um, But that then made me think I can do this on my own because I'm naturally producing this. Oh, so this was when you was with the other company. Yeah, absolutely. They were phoning up because of you, not because of the brand. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then that just that that followed into Forge, but with just the, the six month quietness. I think everybody thought I'd retired at 30. Um, <laughs> um, but nice then when, yeah, when we went into Forge, then I, I just got in touch with the contacts and everybody knew where I was. You know, when you say parking ticket, you're talking like parking yeah. fines or parking tickets. <laughs> yeah, Which parking one? tickets, literally. But I was going to say, not yeah, a so- positive thing, is it? Pay a 70 yeah. quid. If you want a mortgage, you get yeah. a call. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I ended up paying a, a, a certain amount of money for three months of on the back of North Lincolnshire parking tickets. There's my name and number and my, and my picture. Um, and that one just initially really worked. Yeah, got got them to you, clear yeah. your socials. And um, when you were starting out, it was your own face. You were pushing yourself out there yeah. for this other company. What kind of things did you upload to social? Um, so the, the, the first things that I did is, is just um, made sure that um, everybody knew where I was. Mm. Um, the other thing is, is what type of things am I doing now? Um, what are the types of costs that you might be incurred? Um, so I didn't put any costs on Facebook, but I wanted people to know that we're, how, how do I say this? I'm not just here to take your money. I'm here to see you through the full journey. Um, okay. So it's more of a justification around why we charge. Um, and everybody just talked to it really, really well. Because you were, you were being quite <laughs> raw and quite honest, I suppose, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't generic, it was specific to you. And that's yeah. what I think as a mortgage mm. broker starting up on your own. I know you weren't starting up on your own, but you yeah. were building your brand. Yeah. Is you've got a lot more time on your hands to do that type of stuff. Yeah. We were talking before the podcast started. Yeah. We look after your socials for your branded stuff. And you yeah. used to be quite involved uploading a lot of the personal stuff. Yeah. You've been sitting your wealth exams for the last 13 months. Yeah. And haven't had the time to no. upload that personal stuff, have you? Yeah, no, not at all. No. Um, and believe you it or not, it works. Yeah, I, I do. Absolutely. And um, we get quite a lot of engagement from the personal stuff. And then the messages that you create for us then um, back up what we're saying. Yeah, like the professional yeah. professional back end of it, but you guys yeah. are there to put it out there. And and your advisors are really quite um productive in that way, aren't they? They're proactive yeah. in using yeah. social. So yeah. with yourself, you've obviously got your main Facebook business page. Yeah. And I'm sorry, we're going off on a bit of a social tangent here before we get it's to okay. business. But you've got your main Forge Financial, but then you've got your own Steve Urey Forge Financial, oh, yeah. haven't you? Absolutely, yeah. So yeah. everybody's got their own separate page. How does that work in the company? Yeah, well, um, I, I understand um, that it's personalities that people are attracted to and faces rather than just the company brand. Mm. So we've got the company page and then um, everybody then filters out to their own individual client bank and their own markets. Um, and I, I just find that works a lot better because um, I'm not a selfish person in knowing that a certain client belongs to the company the company is the umbrella for everybody to flourish um so i, I prefer everybody to get the faces out there mm, because you know that wins more yeah. business 
yeah absolutely yeah, people by people yeah so perfect segue now into yeah. into staff now yeah. staff is <laughs> one of the biggest areas that i think mortgage advisors struggle with finding yeah. good staff yeah how do you do it because you've grown in two years from one yeah. to 13 staff how do you do it how do you find them um do you know this is the strange thing um i would say that they find me um, so there are some people that ask for a job that um, my intuition tells me potentially wouldn't be very good at it. Mm, okay. Um, but the good thing is, is that um, because I've been doing it, like, let's say 15 years, I've already got an idea of who would be good at the job and who wouldn't. Mm. And um, those people have approached me or I've approached them. We've, we've had quite a strict interview process to really figure out if they can make it through the mortgage exams, because that, that's one of the tough parts of it. Mm -hmm. uh, and the people that I know that can have a great conversation with people, the people with just that little bit of a spark, they're the people I want. So you want, you're buying into the personality. Yeah. We spoke yeah. again on before we started recording this. You do a lot of mentoring with your staff, yeah, don't you? Sure you're do, always yeah. there as a sounding board. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Am I right in saying you can, the personality, yeah, personality is something you can't teach. Yeah, but it you is. You can teach them how to be a mortgage advisor. Yeah, absolutely. That That's the bit. Um, you're right on the personality, yeah, because you don't want somebody that's very quiet with your clients because um, you want them to come back to you. You want them to be engaging. But, yeah, the, the mentoring side of it, um, again, I'm still learning this after 15 years. It's that deep, this subject, mm -hmm. and, and every case is different. Um, but with 15 years' knowledge, yeah, I, I can take that person with um, no knowledge and spend 18 months with them so that they're, uh, they're, they're one of the top in the area. Awesome. So you're based in Scunthorpe, yeah. aren't you? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Do you take on staff all over the UK? Or yeah, is it well, just um, yeah, we just started to branch out into that. So I've had people asking me that live in Manchester to um, come on board. I've had people further down south. Um, and, and, and that's very good for us because the, the mortgage advisors that we've got are generally based in Scunthorpe. Mm -hmm. um, and deal with people 30 to 50 miles around. But getting the other nuggets around the country helps us to get out to more of the population. And, and how many advisors have you got at the moment? Yeah, so in terms of mortgage advisors, I've got six full-time mortgage advisors. Yeah. Um, there, is, there is potential for more, um, but um, it, it's uh, it's slowed down in terms of exams and things, but it, it, these guys will come through. Mm -hmm. So six, six advisors. How many support yeah. staff do you have for six um, advisors? Yeah, we've got two. Two that, that look yeah. after their cases and, yeah. and progress them for them. Yeah, so you've absolutely. built that solid solid foundation of staff mm, and yeah what i want to get into is what foundations did you put in place to hire six brokers over two years um so in terms of foundation um do you know what it was um less of a foundation and more of a need okay um, right yeah, what, what I mean by that is, is that, um, again, I'm referring to previous roles, but I know in previous roles, I was working 70, 90 hours a week. Mm -hmm. And that meant seeing potentially two to three clients and having two to three interviews a day. Mm -hmm. So eventually being at the end of it and just being overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And I could keep doing that for the next 40 years and not have much to show at the end of it, apart from being burnt out. Mm -hmm. Or I can try and bring people in that I know that are um, very good at talking to people that will be great team members that can then come in and help me take those clients away from me to give them and me a better experience. So instead of spending all that time on the client yeah. yourself, it's having people that are trusted. Yeah, 
absolutely, yeah. And what, you... what I'm finding it's done is, is that it's not given me more time, but it's improved my experience with the process. From a manager point of view or a mortgage advisor yeah. point of view? Yeah, yeah both. Because I do, I, I do still mortgage advise. I do um, still pick up some cases, but mm -hmm. I find that I'm able to deal more efficiently with three clients a week than three a day. Yes. And I've got enough of a, a client base to be able to help other mortgage advisors reach their potential as well. One of the big things that a lot of mortgage brokers talk to me about mm. is when they are at the point. So, for example, when you took your first broker on, yeah. however long it was ago, yeah. and you have a client call up, Mr. Smith, and he says to you, Steve, I need to sort my mortgage. Yeah. And you're like, I'm, I'm too busy. I'm yeah. going to pass you over to Mary, whoever it may be. Okay. Yeah. What, how do you have that conversation? Because a lot of mortgage brokers are hesitant to almost say, I'm passing you on to somebody else. Oh, yeah. How do you instill that trust that that yeah. member of staff is yeah. just as good as you? What do you say? Yeah, well, it's, it's quite an interesting question because I, I still do have those fears. And do you? Well, okay. Yeah, I, I still do. But actually, just have the grown-up conversation with the client because at the end of it, if I've already got three clients that I'm seeing that day and I know I can't give that client my full and best service, I'm going to pass him to one of the guys in the team that can mm -hmm. um, because I want them to have a better end-to-end -end process. And that, that's the conversation that I'll have with that client is that, look, apologies, um, I am just a little bit too busy at the moment, but can I get Alex in the team to help you out? Um, and I, I, I'll mention Alex because he is the first one that I took on. Um, but with Alex, the great thing was is that I worked with him at Halifax. Um, okay. So you know. Uh, yeah, absolutely. We, we just know each other through and through. And I took him on because he's very similar to me. That is you giving them, giving them the yeah. service across, yeah. yeah. It's almost an extension of me. Um, and yeah. same with the other guys that I've taken on, on as well. They're just as good as me. And I, I do say that to clients. I wouldn't and take them on if they weren't a, a reflection of myself. I remember when we did some training with you guys earlier yeah. on in the year and we jumped on a Zoom call and everybody in that team yeah. all had the same mindset. Yeah. And you could tell that the interview process was yeah. quite strict in a sense, not yeah. because you wanted this regimented workforce, but it was yeah. strict in the sense you wanted people to fit the team, didn't yeah. you? You yeah, weren't yeah. just hiring anybody off no. the street. It was no. you, you could tell that you'd particularly picked certain people yeah, to fill different roles, but also to serve different clients. Because yeah, I can imagine that if a client came to you, yeah, and said, oh, "I need to be seen by somebody," you would, knowing that personality, you would know who yeah. would work best with. That yeah, person. it's very strange to say that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I've got one client that I wouldn't give to somebody, but I've got one I would give them to somebody else. Yeah, and it's not that anybody's better or any, but but you think yeah. that might be a better fit. I yeah. think. And that, yeah, that's, that's some clients need more straight talk and some clients need more conversation. And yeah. I've got those different personalities in the team. So, yeah, it's very good. Would you Great give that as a tip to somebody trying to build a team that you need? Yeah. You don't need carbon copies of you all the time. Yeah, I would do. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the, the biggest thing you've got to get is somebody that can talk and have a great conversation. Um, but, yeah, you, you, you don't just want carbon copies of yourself. I, I completely agree with that. Because you're going to be taking different clients on, aren't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, the famous saying for people like yourself that are building mm. this business is this is it sounds really cheesy, but it is it everybody says it is you've got to be working on the business instead of in the business. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, now yeah. when you're really busy, how do you yeah. carve out time every week 
Say mm. if we go back to a game when you first hired your first one or two brokers, yeah. how do you carve out time to work on the business instead of in it? Yeah, so it's a really, really good question that because it's something that you have, you've got to learn. Mm. And how do I... Um, uh, Let's just think of the consequences of not doing, first of all, because at first I didn't, and I didn't realise that we needed to do it. And the results are that things just start to fade. Um, so if you're not on it, um, the things that you have put in place at the beginning start to erode over time. Right. So that's the reason why we have to do it. And the way that I do do it is, is that once a month, we'll have a director's meeting. It's booked in for every Tuesday, the first Tuesday of the month. Mm -hmm. That's got to happen so that we as a management team can figure things out and get it through to the team. But then gen genuinely, I'll work from nine till probably half past three in the day in the office. Mm -hmm. I'll go home. I'll spend two or three hours with the children. Then when they're looking to go to bed, I'll come back onto the, the, the PC and start business planning then. Uh, when when the phones are quiet and there's no yeah. emails coming through. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then get the messages out on the teams. But I would say that communication with you and your team is paramount. It's interesting you talk about, I love that mm. you say every Tuesday, first Tuesday of the month. You've yeah. obviously got certain processes in place. Yeah. Have you got any other processes for dealing with clients, dealing with staff? Have you got any top tips for these processes? Yeah, absolutely. And the, the, the biggest thing is, is um, communication. Okay. So, um, for instance, one of the, the biggest processes that we've got is, is that you know what process you've got to do to be able to get the uh, mortgage and, and the client in the door, then actually get an agreement in principle um, done, then get the documents to get to application to eventually get an offer. Mm -hmm. And so the thing that I try and get around my team is that you all know what that process is, but does your client? Because okay. they're the end user. Um, and so what I've done is I've built a framework around touch points to get in contact with the clients so that clients aren't thinking, well, I haven't spoke to anybody in two weeks. What's going on? Because mm -hmm. I find that that's, if you're not in contact with your client, you lose people. Yeah. So um, I know you, you, you was mentioning about this earlier about specific um, systems, but we use uh, Microsoft Planner. So I don't know if anybody's seen that. I've not seen it now. Um, but it's a um, it's a board. You know, I, I, I forget the name of the board. Is it Monday.com or very similar yeah, to that? Monday, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Microsoft have got their own system like that. And what, what we've got is we've got a board of um, agreement in principles that we're working on to move to application, to move to offer, so that people know when they're getting in contact with people. Right. And it, it tells you with the dates that you've applied, the dates you got bank statements, because we've built quite a lot into it. Mm -hmm. um, and I find having quite a, quite a visual piece helps us to to plan the processes and know it allows me as well to see how many customers Alex is dealing with, for example, compared to another lady called Katie or Michelle, mm. um, so that I can put leads that come in and clients in the right place to get the right service and timescales. Yeah, I like, I like that. I like that yeah. visual representation yeah. of seeing where yeah. everybody is in the process. And Yeah, it's almost like an advanced Canva board. That's the one I wanted to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of a, an Excel spreadsheet that has no visual, mm. and let's mm. be honest, everybody's bored of spreadsheets. Apart yeah. from Sophie, who I work with. Sophie loves <laughs> yeah. spreadsheets. Sophie's the spreadsheet queen. Like, yeah. I go to her and I'm like, Sophie, can we do this on spreadsheet? Yep, we'll sort it. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's incredible. <laughs> it's such, a, it's like another language, isn't it, Excel? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And do you know what I've got on as well? Hi, Katie, if you do watch this. Um, she's got a, an accountancy background, so that's okay. how I ended up finding Katie. Um, fantastic talker, Katie, as well, but spreadsheets, wow. It's, it's amazing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, Katie, how do I do this? 
sometimes <laughs> yeah sometimes we'll be sat on like video calls if we're not yeah. in the office and i'll be doing something she's like chris why are you doing it that way just press this this and it'll yeah. put all the data in for you yeah. yes <laughs> so, puts me to shame <laughs> different different levels so working on the business you make sure that you carve yeah. out time every week yeah you've got to do it so that's working on the business now let's talk about leads because yeah. we're talking that the market is quite enough yeah we don't rely on our back book yeah what do you rely on in terms of lead sources do you have one do you have several yeah do, do you know at the minute i have my existing back book so you've just mentioned that um we've got um everybody in the town knows who i am um, and I'm I'm one of the go-to men in the town. I won't say I'm I'm the only one. There's about three or four of us. But do you know that the biggest thing that we realised when we was coming out of COVID is that we need to get um, heavily back onto Facebook. Um, and actually, would you believe I would say that you are one of our biggest lead sources in the um, in the things that you provide for us. Oh, awesome! Fabulous. So I would, I yeah, absolutely. I would say that that is um, producing between three and five leads a week. Just off social from the content yeah. that we put out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then I, I probably naturally get between three and five customers saying, Steve, can you help me as well, which go around the greater team. Mm -hmm. um, so I would say it's, it is a healthy split between you and my back book. Awesome. And have you ever bought mm. leads? Yeah, do you know we have? Um, okay. And... Um, at mixed results because you can easily spend a thousand pounds and only make a thousand pounds back yeah um, and what i wanted to do is instead of having to buy leads is get to a place where we're where we're actually naturally bringing these people in mm. um and that's where your company comes into it um because i'm not spending a budget of five thousand pounds to bring in 10 leads that's it isn't it and, and i've yeah. always thought that buying the leads there are some great mm. companies out there but it, dubious to the fact have they been sold on to somebody else yeah or where have yeah. they come in at what stage are they at so that you're yeah. buying a lead but is it just an initial i'm just looking yeah. or is it something that is yet to nailed on lead and I'm, I'm getting a mortgage tomorrow yeah well like out of 10 or 20 leads it you can probably talk to one person i find really wow yeah whereas the stuff that we do with you they're saying to us can we have it that's it. You've warmed them up and we've yeah. been working together for like I think seven or eight months. Yeah. And it's been warming people up so that they're yeah. confident in, in getting in touch with it. And and you are a big believer in uploading that personal content to social, aren't you? Because I know yeah. your guys are. That's mm. That would be taking it to the next level now, wouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Any other social media platforms apart from Facebook that you've looked into that you use at all that you could benefit? Yeah, from? Well, we heavily use Instagram. I think that's quite well linked to um, Facebook. Mm -hmm. um, I've got Michelle who uses Instagram a lot more than potentially I would. Um, uh, just I think more from necessity. Um, again, I've, I've said in the past that I do use LinkedIn, but what I'm potentially going to be doing is, is using my Facebook and my Insta for the mortgage part, uh, part of the business. And then I'll be using the Instagram for the very polished wealth side of the business. Um, yes, so that'll so be coming out. It. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So that we're not just hammering the, 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 the same area. And why, why did you decide to go down the wealth route instead of trying to go on a recruitment drive do you know what i mean is it another yeah. arm to the business yeah it is absolutely yeah um so a couple of reasons um the other one will tie into what we've been saying but first one is that's what my dad did for 30 years so we had a foray in mortgages and then was a, a financial advisor for 30 years so i always knew i was going to do it um but um, we, the company did need that string to the bow 
Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually then I will bring financial advisors through because in five years I will um, I will have learned enough to be able to do that. But in all honesty, um, I had enough mortgage advisors in the company where I didn't need to really do too many. Okay. And I'm not one to sit on my hands. I need something to do. Um, so um, actually, I needed another job to do because I brought in the mortgage advisors that I've got that are fantastic and they took the job off me. <laughs> I suppose you feel you've so, been like, successful yeah. that you've taken yeah. it off your own hands. And before we move on to the strategy part, which I'm really interested to hear your answer, yeah. what are the, the goals for Forge? Um, now is to, to keep growing steadily. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll, we'll probably naturally grow over these next five years um, to the point where, again, I'm, I'm taking on financial advisors um, and we'll probably find in the next five years that then I'm, I'm bored again. <laughs> so I've got <laughs> I've got enough financial advisors that have come in that will then be doing my job. Um, but what, what we might find is, is a natural progression from the mortgage advisors that I've got that will then train to become financial advisors so that we can bring mortgage, more mortgage advisors in. That's a good, yeah, a good way of thinking it. Actually, you always think about people entering the business, say, like mm. in a support role and training yeah. them to be mortgage advisors. But yeah. what, why can't you go from mortgage into financial? Yeah, because financial uh, advisor can still do mortgages, yeah. can't they? That's yeah, the absolutely. I think that's the next next logical step. Mm. Because what what you probably find, and this is again to your wider audience, and this is the experience that I've had, is that once you've done this job for between five to eight years, you've got a really good handle of the financial um, services industry. Mm-hmm. So the na- natural progression is either get out there and be a manager or get to financial advisor because it's a it's a whole new ball game. Something exciting as well. I suppose yeah. I know you say it's been a thirteen month slog of all the exams and managing yeah. the business, but it's something new. It's something exciting. It, it, yeah. It's a different mindset, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, um, and as well, you, you probably find that in mortgages, you've got somebody that's a little bit younger, very um, very excitable to be able to talk to clients and conversate. And then as you start to mature in your your, your career, you, you move towards the the finance advisor side. And that's where you can compassionate. Yeah, you're talking to potentially people that are in the 50s and older. So um, you're probably finding your personality. You need that anyway. Mm. So 13 staff in two and a half years. We're talking 50 staff in five years. Oh, yeah. Do you know that would be absolutely fantastic? (laughs) We'll get you back on. We'll get you back on two years, three years from today, October 31st. See where we're at. Yeah, that'd be fab. Right, so we're going to get into the strategy question. We're going to find yeah. out how you would start a new business. But before we do that, we like to give a shout out to a charity and donate £10 to a charity of your choice. Yeah. Which charity did you want us to make the donation to? Yeah, to Macmillan Cancer Research, if that's okay. Yep, definitely. We will make that fantastic yeah. charity. Right, so strategy. We're yeah. going to pretend that you've moved to the north of Scotland. You've got oh, a, yeah. mobile, a mobile yeah. phone and an internet connection. What would you do to start generating new mortgage leads, Steve? Yeah. Um, do you know what I would I would try and take stock at the time to kind of what era we're in. Um, and the, the reason why I say that is, is that the marketing strategy that I had in 2017 when I left Halifax was then very, very different to the one that I potentially needed in 2020 when we started this business. Okay. Um, because um, I would always want to get out there and let clients know who I am, what I'm about, how long I've been in the industry, what my face looks like with a big cheeky smile on it, because people are attracted to people. Um, And I would try and get my name into as many outlets to advertise myself as possible. Okay. So I probably would be then moving into the Twitters of the world. 
Um, I would want to look at all platforms to be able to have that solid one year of this is who I am and what I do. So it would be purely get for a whole year, get your face out there. Yeah. How would you get your face out there? Um, so um, the ways that I would do it is, is that I would be looking to speak to local sports teams to get on the billboards. Um, again, I will be talking to petrol stations to see if I can get on the little, because um, uh, it's something the nozzles. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, because everybody still needs to fill the cars up. Um, I would be um, getting out there and talking to the parking um, guys again in the council um, to get my name on there. Um, I would make sure that um, I'd paid for boosted ads on Facebook to say this is my face and, and this is where I am because I always remember starting in the other company and starting Forge people saying I'm sick of seeing your face on Facebook and so many people think that's a negative yeah but it's such a positive oh, no. yeah I was pleased <laughs> I was like pay more pay more because you, you know I was really busy and that's what's allowed right. me to grow this team because I don't know if I overkilled it right but what you've done there is you've you're yeah. on the back of a parking ticket yeah you're on a facebook yeah you're on a facebook post you're on a um a petrol pump yeah they can't escape you but you can never pinpoint as to which one worked yeah no I, no i don't know because i just did it all but then yeah. i found out since that i only needed facebook <laughs> after all that <laughs> or instagram which is why i'm with you guys yeah. So you'd still go back to the traditional, get your face out there on leaflets, on bits of paper. Yeah. You get it as well as social. Well, yeah. Well, what, what I would do is I would try and do as many as I can. And I'm not talking about spending £10,000 here. You, you, you're talking smaller money than that. But I would spend that three to six to 12 months of getting your face out there and then just reduce it back down. Right. So, so go health yeah. and once people know who you are and you've seen your first 100 clients, your name naturally gets around that. And then you've just got to remind people on Facebook. Just, yeah, so, it's that consistency. Yeah, get the 100 in and do the best job you can. Love that. Just flood the market yeah. your face. And yeah. you've not even spoke about a company name there. You're just yeah, like, no. my yeah. face, I'm yeah. a mortgage broker. And you haven't had any call to action with business. No. You've just said, I'm a mortgage broker. And what yeah. you said about socially, they're coming to you now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. To sell, 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 sell. yeah, yeah, better not business. chasing people, so which is great. But I always do try and be, um, I mean, like you've got to be serious in this job, but to be honest, it can be quite dull at times. So I always try and have a laugh with the clients, that's one of the biggest things. And and I find people naturally coming back for that. So that's it the friend, the friendly yeah. face, the steamy yeah. smile that's the one they come back yeah. for, mate. <laughs> yeah, it is absolutely. Yeah, ginger steam. And, yeah, and you're out there. We're gonna we're gonna slowly um well, sorry, we're gonna finish this very shortly. Yeah. But if people want to speak to you, you're out mm. there, you can mentor them. You've had 15 years in the business, haven't you? Mentoring is yeah. one of your big things that you're passionate about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, do, do you know it's very, very good for me to be able to pass that knowledge on because it was hard learned. Um, I went all the way through the the credit crunch in 2008 and was still able to mortgage advise after that. Then I've gone through COVID. There's been quite a few things in between. And what I find in the job is, is that there's always something changing. Mm -hmm. um, and specifically what I say to my team now that, that we've got, I'm, I'm, I'm always here. So um, we'll be more than happy to help mentor people. Great. And what's the best place to get them, get you on? Um, so if we can put any of my details, we, we've got email, telephone, even if they find me on Facebook. Um, yeah. My face is on Facebook, if you can see it. Um, you can get me on my business pages as well. 
so Steve Yuri, which is yeah. U double R Y. So yeah. you'll get him on LinkedIn, on Facebook, um, or Forge Financial yeah. page. I'm sure people absolutely, yeah. Yeah, if there was to put a message in on any of the channels, it would end up getting back to me. Yeah. Um, you can even go to the website, which is forgefinancial.co.uk, and there's a contact form on there. Great to get in touch. Steve, yeah. I'm sure you'll have a few people get in touch, and I'm sure there'll be so yeah. many positive comments about this this episode, mate. It's it's yeah. been a pleasure chatting to you because Definitely, although absolutely. you're one of our clients, I've never really had the chance to <laughs> sit with you for half an hour and, and talk about yeah. things that are going on in the company and, and how you yeah. started it. Some some absolute nuggets in there that people can take, especially if you're starting out in the industry. Yeah. It's a blueprint of how to grow it. But Steve, I wish you all the best with the company. Thank you, Thank you very much for coming on. Yeah, it's been a pleasure to come on. Cheers. Thanks, Thanks Steve. Take Cheers. care. Bye-bye. So thank you very much for listening. If you feel this podcast brought you any value at all, I'd be extremely grateful if you could leave me a review on the podcast, little five stars, and subscribe to keep you up to date with all future episodes. We can also connect on social, so you can get me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn, all with the handle Social for Brokers. Look forward to hearing from you and connecting with you all.